0: Hey guys, and welcome to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm your host, Erin, as always, uh, here with two other fantastic hosts from Radio Free Brooklyn, Calvin and Shane. Say hi, you guys.
1: Hello. How's it going, everybody?
0: uh thank you guys for both being here again uh shane is the host of uh everybody plays the fool on monday night and uh calvin is the host of lush vibes radio you guys want to talk a little bit first intro your shows let people know what they're what they will be listening to when they go and check you out later
1: all right um uh my show is about the uh the more airy atmospheric ambient side of uh, all different genres of music and so um while i normally lean toward like a lot of uh, r&b and pop i'll also get into a lot of a uh, lot of different genres you wouldn't really expect like i'll go in, like i'll go into like classical uh country music I've done a lot of shoegaze i do a lot of um classic soul and r&b six, uh, 60s 70s 80s just kind of everything in between just uh it's not so much uh, genre-specific. It's more, Shane, uh, Shane put it in more concise terms, uh, textural.
2: Okay. I was just okay. impressed that the theme of his show is not a topic or a genre or something, but it's like a larger texture. It's it's connecting songs in a way that people don't usually think to do that. Um, so yeah, I like how um, show. It's a really good late-night show.
0: That's awesome. Who and Shane?
2: It's a music show. It's an hour long, and I do all different kinds of music, but each week all the songs are tied together by a theme and I try to be pretty strict on the theme. So sometimes it'll be a topic like cats or baked goods or aliens. Um, and other times it'll be like a specific region or it'll be a songwriter in common or some other thing. You know, I just did sibling songwriters. So all the songs were written by people who were siblings. Um, so oh, that's cool. I try to cut it up in as many different ways as possible, but, uh, But yeah, it's a good show and uh, both of you have been on it multiple times and I hope to have you both on again in the future.
0: Uh, For sure. Uh, But I definitely wanted to make sure to have you all on um, partially because I just, I mean, I've gotten to know you guys pretty well over course of being with the studio because we are all kind of on like the management team together, kind of chatting all the time. And also because I just, I feel like Whenever I mentioned Dungeons and Dragons type stuff, both of you were like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I wanted to make sure that I got you guys on to play some game as well. But from my, my understanding of what we've talked about is that you guys actually haven't played a lot of RPGs or Dungeons and Dragons, right?
1: I was part of a uh, d d campaign about five, maybe six years ago. We kept it going. It was uh, me and a uh, few friends scattered uh, across uh, New York and New England. Mm. And uh, we kept it going for a good year and a half, but unfortunately, uh, it just kind of began to fizzle out after a while. Which I I kind of feel is uh, a common theme with D and D campaigns.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, I um I got really lucky with the uh, group that I um that I I meet like every Tuesday, but um I think it's it's surprisingly it's surprisingly hard to find a group considering how many people want to play um, and to find a group that uh, sticks together. There's an odd amount of politics with it, but um, it's just so fun. You know, I feel like that's why people keep trying.
1: Yeah. Like once you begin to get into it, you like, for me personally, I, I have trouble with, uh, with D&D campaigns because like, I'm always nervous about like making certain, making certain decisions and Mm. like, or basically just kind of getting a feel for everything but like once you i think once you begin to understand how things are going to progress you have an idea of like you have a better sense of your own character that uh that you create that's when you really the walls begin to come down and that's when you start really having fun with it
0: yeah yeah it's definitely it's definitely a lot of character and it's a lot of like like if your friends also get into character, I feel like it's a lot, of, it's a lot more fun that way, when everyone's like, yeah, do the thing. But I think it also helps when you find you're in a space with like friends um, and when you can really like feel comfortable with the people that you guys are playing with. And I know that um, you too, Calvin and Shane, are um, also have been friends for a while. So um, that's mm-hmm. kind of why I also thought it was cool to have you guys both on.
2: Yeah, I, I gotta say, I, you know I've never played an RPG of any kind in my life. Mm -hmm. um and which is kind of baffling to me because I've you know I'm into lots of nerdy things and I've always been very like I've always had friends who were into either D&D or different kinds of tabletop games or RPGs or you know things in this universe and somehow I never got roped into it like I love theater I love different kinds of improvisation I love board games in general like I've, I've sort of skirted around it for a long time, and so as a result, uh, this is the first time I've been nervous to be on someone's radio show in years.
0: Oh, <laughs> why no, no! This isn't a place to be nervous. Why are you nervous?
2: because well, you've I, never done this before. Yeah, just, just it's, it's just funny stepping into something where it's like, oh, I have no idea what this feels like, I, or <laughs> how how these how these games work. So it'll be. Uh, you know, as, I, as I said to you earlier, if I crash and burn it, I hope at least it's good radio. So
0: <laughs> that's all um, I care about. I think you'll do fantastically. I think um, I have a lot of people on my show who've never played before. And I think it's mostly, it seems intimidating from the outside being, okay, like, hey, what are all these rules? What's all of this stuff? But once you get into it, I hope that you find that it's just people telling a story. Like what kind of nerdy stuff were you into before?
2: Um, I mean, mostly music nerd kind of stuff, but like, I've Mm -hmm. always been either in or adjacent to the friend groups of people who would would be into RPGs, and I just, for some reason, I never got into that particular activity. So I Mm -hmm. hope
0: you guys enjoy. Even though we're not exactly playing Dungeons & Dragons today, we're going to be playing um, a different game, which I hope will be a little less complicated. (laughs) Um, We'll find out, won't we? We will. We will find out <laughs> uh, because the system the system itself is supposed to be pretty easy for listeners' context. It's called Fate. Fate is the name of the RPG. Um, it is a very basic role-playing system that's really set for any story that you can imagine. The only rules are the dice roll rules. So while Dungeons & Dragons is very strictly fantasy, this game, you could make it be fantasy. You could have it be like steampunk you could have it be really anything that you wanted to that's literally just a vehicle to make us whatever story you want it to be which is why i thought it was really cool you only need some six-sided dice which you can find in literally any game box um uh, we are going to be doing a uh a space theme Um, I mentioned to these guys uh, Cowboy Bebop themes when I originally suggested it, and Calvin was very excited. I take it, Calvin, you've watched Cowboy Bebop.
1: (laughs) That was one of the first anime that I went all in on. (laughs) I love Cowboy Bebop for several reasons. The the characters, the stories, just the madness that ensued. Like, it was one of the first anime where I felt the, the characters were, like, like generally human and relatable Hmm. even though like it's um set way into the future and they're uh, they're all in space
0: i watched i finished watch all of it in a weekend and then i think i've sat there and i was just confused about what life meant afterwards so (laughs) (laughs) So, i don't know it was surprisingly existential at the end of it it was a lot Ooh, yeah um, but even well, the I saw are, one
2: episode yeah. of it 15 years ago and I remember nothing about it so I have a lot to bring to this conversation too. <laughs> uh,
0: Shane you're really uh, flying blind on this one I apologize <laughs> yeah
2: well it's all right
0: well I guess we should probably get into game so we have some time to actually play and drop you guys into the sh- into the madness that we're gonna do um, but first I should go over some on-air reads for radio free Brooklyn So I'll just read through these and then we'll start gaming. Uh, For Radio Free Brooklyn, if you like our radio station and want to support us, we could always um, immensely use and appreciate your help keeping us afloat. Uh, most of our revenue streams have been ev- evaporated because of COVID-19, and we could really use your help. Um, we know you may be hurting too, but if you can't afford to give, we'd really appreciate it. So uh, please consider giving a one-time or monthly donation by going to Radio Free Brooklyn org slash donate. Uh, you'll also find some t-shirts, mugs, and other swag that we'd like to send you to say thanks uh, but you can also just use your phone to text give 5 that's the number 5, to 44321. It only takes a moment and you'll be able to use your digital wallet for your donation. I also very much highly recommend that you use this time while you're donating to, donating to us to also check out and pay attention to um, any donations that could be helpful to the Black Lives Matter movement right now. Uh, please pay attention to funds that uh bail out those who are protesting and really just do some research on what feels right to you okay i think it's game time are you guys ready Woo! Woo games <laughs> I am... so as we talked about this is in a setting in space that is cowboy bebop-esque uh which means that both of you are going to be bounty hunters of course um, would you like to introduce your characters?
1: My character is named Nathaniel Clash. He got into bounty hunting um, kind of on a whim. Uh, he wanted to explore the cosmos and just uh, see where life takes him. So he uh, he bought a ship only to realize that feeling that thing's freaking expensive. Oh, boy. <laughs> so bounty hunting is... Uh, relatively easy money, and it gives him uh, a sense of adventure that <laughs> that he's been uh, desperately looking for.
0: So it sounds like he wanted that sense of adventure, but then also kind of realized, oh, shit, the sense of adventure costs money.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> In it for the money, but... Uh,
0: Shane, what about your character?
2: My character is named Cash Torpor, and he is a bounty hunter who is known throughout the galaxy for some very high-profile, but very lucky bounties. Um, (laughs) He's kind of clueless and just sort of stumbles into things, but has been very lucky. He sort of was a jack-of-all-trades, has done a bunch of different things, and just ended up in bounty hunting. Not really sure why. Uh, Big procrastinator, doesn't plan things, but sort of takes shortcuts and they keep working, so he keeps doing it.
0: Great. It's uh, Cash and Clash. So do you guys work together on bounties or do you just happen to be in the same place on the same time here?
1: I feel like a uh, same place, same time uh, type of scenario would uh, work work, oh would work boy! Good here.
0: <laughs> okay. Interesting.
2: Interesting. If it works out, that sets us up really nicely for like a buddy cop TV show in the future because Cash exactly. and Clash is just exactly. too perfect. It's,
0: t- it's too good. <laughs> as soon as I heard it, I was like, yeah, Cash and Clash. There it is. <laughs> this is the origin story. You That's guys. right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, So, the two of you have heard about this one particular bounty. I'll set the scene for you guys. A bounty has been called in on an overly rich boy, Hectorus Tan, who thinks he's untouchable by intergalactic law and has been openly taking control over the small moon circling planet Ivanyar and bullying their residents with his arsenal of paid thugs. Uh, When the hit went out and he heard about it, he sent out a message saying, All hunters welcome, and set up a small arena on one of the larger moons and invited people to come and watch. Just by waiting to see who will try to stop him, he's been gaining the money he needs to keep the thugs employed and protecting him. So you come to the arena. There are spaceships parked around the moon in complete disarray. Information tells you that uh, most of these people are rich elite um, who seem to be sauntering in there. I mean, you can really tell from the spaceships that they're rich elite. I mean, these spaceships are, like, really compensating for something. Um, (laughs) And they are very exorbitant. Um, If you land, you'll notice that uh, the individuals who are wandering in from all over are definitely, like, fancily dressed. And you hear lots of cheering and yelling from this, what looks to be, I'd say, three-floor arena. Okay. What do you do?
2: Ask one of the fancy people walking by uh, what the big attraction is.
0: (laughs) Okay, so you walk up to this couple. One is a very, very uh, fat man who seems to be wearing some sort of technological, like, sleek black, like, space suit thing that's, like, holding him upright, like, holding, like, his suspenders. So he's actually walking really smoothly, but he is extremely large. And on his arm is, um, this, uh, very kind of a sallow-looking woman also wearing a suit for some reason. Um, and she's, like, clinging to his shoulder. Um, and you go up to them, and you kind of ask what's going on, and uh, the man says, um, I mean, you must know that he put out that call. We have to see what's happening. I mean, and in the meantime, I hear there's pretty good entertainment, am I right? He's asking you? Uh,
2: what kind of entertainment do you mean?
0: I hear that Todd has gotten the most incredible beasts from all of the nearby planet systems and he's having them fight each other. You gotta get in on that, man, at the very least.
2: People putting money on that?
0: How can you not? <laughs> i mean excuse you listen to where you are you're one of the bounty hunters aren't you
2: how'd you guess
0: if you don't know of course you're one of the bounty hunters is it how i'm now he's looking you up and down (laughs) he's looking you up and down he's saying what 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 moves you've got how how talented are you what are your skills
2: uh you know i just uh things work out for me i don't know how to explain it just good at a bunch of things why what's it to you
0: uh, the woman says in a very nasally voice, she says, I don't think he's going to be the one. And uh, the the man, like, laughs and kind of pats her on the shoulder with his, like, gigantic hands. And he says, uh, now, now, everyone gets a chance. And then you hear him kind of mutter a little quietly, but maybe we'll put our money elsewhere on that, too. <laughs> if, unless you say anything else, they bid you good luck, and they saunter off towards the uh, arena, Um, I think at this point would be the time that uh, you see Clash, Nathaniel, um, also appearing on the scene.
1: You look familiar. Do I know you? (laughs) Yes, you do look familiar. Where do I recognize his face from? Oh, no. I know you. Do you remember the uh, bounty from uh, Ganymede? There was at least seven of us trying to go for... uh, What... What was his name uh, Slade how can I forget Slade and he managed to evade each and every one of us and basically it went down to a dogfight between you me and Slade we both ended up we, have, we both ended up losing out on that bounty because we ended up shooting each other
2: <laughs> oh yeah I remember that I was trying to forget yes. that thanks <laughs> well it's, was trying- it's a pleasure to see you again
1: i'll <laughs> say likewise <laughs>
0: <laughs> bit of a hesitation there but okay
1: so are so, uh, you here for
2: this big arena thing
1: yeah i'm trying to see what this is all about because uh uh that that dog fight cost me uh a bit more than i was expecting and uh yeah,
2: sorry about that yeah
1: that's uh that's piling up a little bit then
2: i hear you <laughs> uh i don't really know much about what's going on here i just saw a bunch of people headed this way and it seemed like a good idea to follow uh but <laughs> i just i just heard that <laughs> what have you heard about this place uh
1: judging by judging by the uh the cacophony of ships around here uh there's a lot of money to be made i'm just trying to figure out what's the best way to make it
2: yeah i was thinking uh going and being a spectator for a little bit first, get a sense of what's going on. And, you know, I, I don't want to throw my hat in the ring on anything until I know what we're, we're, we're in for here.
1: Um, uh, I'm kind of with you on that. Uh, I wanted to try to see if I could uh, kind of blend in, but uh, um, I'm clearly not dressed for the occasion.
2: Yeah, I just got the uh, stink eye from some dude in a space girdle a minute ago. So um, <laughs> I guess I guess oh. we stick out as uh, as bounty hunters around here
1: yeah the second I saw the uh the influx of uh noble postures i I knew I was definitely out of place on this one, but you know what uh, we'll we'll see how things go from here
0: great so you guys uh have met each other in this fashion you're still standing in front of the arena um you see uh different folk you know filing in and um now that you are now that um you are aware cash of uh, the fact that there seemed to be some sort of beast fighting like happening inside. You do hear this um, surprisingly loud I mean it's like it's very like loud re- reptilian kind of like angry roaring happening inside And after you hear it, there's this like go up of like roaring cheers also in response to whatever is happening inside.
2: I think we need to go see what's going
1: on in there. Yep, the uh, the beasts are calling and uh <laughs> <laughs>
0: Great. So as you guys head over, um you'll notice that it looks like there are um a number of very like thuggish looking men in um you know, like kind of heavy battle gear that are like standing at the front doors. They're mostly letting everyone in, but it looks like everyone who's passing through is offering up some money or some sort of Indication that they have money to spend.
1: Let's see what the uh, let's see what the uh, the uh, door price is uh, for getting in on this.
0: You're going up to the front gate.
1: I'm gonna um, make my way to the front gate, um, approach um, one of the uh, armor-clad bouncers, and uh, and I ask him how much to get in on this.
0: This strong-looking woman looks at you from behind all of this gear. And um, uh, it's a lot of money, probably more than you have in your pockets money.
1: Does it have to be up front or can it be part of uh, whatever potential winnings we can accumulate on this?
0: She looks at you and narrows her eyes and says, you think you can make that kind of money?
1: Anything's possible around here.
0: Roll for clever to see if, if what you're saying is speaking to her.
1: All right, so it's a 4d6.
0: Rolled at 4d6, and then add whatever you have for Clever.
1: Okay, plus my Clever, that is 10.
0: Okay, and what are your individual dice on that?
1: One, one, two, and six.
0: Okay, yeah, that unfortunately (laughs) is not... (laughs) That's not enough. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you kind of you kind of say this to her, and uh, she scoffs a little, and she says, "Um, "Yeah, you and you seem like you really know how to make that happen." Step aside. She lets some other customers through.
2: I'm going to uh, try and approach that same guard, uh, the same bouncer, and bribe my way in for uh, uh, me and my friend here.
0: Oh, yeah, because your thing is that you, um, your character has a lot of cash. That's right. <laughs> okay. You do better than uh,
2: I do. Good luck, man. She's tough.
0: <laughs> um, sure, go ahead and... So I'm, uh, I'm,
2: you know, it. since uh, I feel bad about uh, uh, shooting down your ship uh, the last time we met, I'll, I'll try and see if I can get us both in here. So I'm, I'm going to go up, and uh, I approach the, uh, the nice bouncer, and... Uh, and Attempts to do that thing where you like do the high five with money in your palm and uh, <laughs> really smoothly <laughs> try to bribe your way through the door.
0: Roll flashy, actually, roll flashy because you're oh. trying to. Okay. Five,
2: two, five, uh, and then I have a three. Oh, sorry, a two for flashy.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's what, 16, that's right? just that's just about what you needed. So you go in and uh you kinda go in, you reach for the hand, looks for a minute like she's not gonna take it, and then she kinda does and um she kinda looks at you with narrowed eyes and she does and then she feels like the money slide into her hands and she kinda looks at you and looks at Clash behind you and says, Good luck in there and she lets you pass.
2: All right, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you guys, you make your way in, um, we'll say you navigate through, you know, a series of, like, tunnels, up some stairs, we'll say you go up to the top floor of this arena to kind of get a sense of, like, what's happening here, and you go out. It looks like there's glittering all over, probably from people taking pictures, but also probably from the outfits that they're wearing. It's just, like, this vast crowd of roaring, astonishingly wild-eyed rich people like looking down into this pit that has these like thirty foot down, like deep pit in the center, and it looks like there is this extremely large reptilian creature. Like if you think of like a gecko with like a dragon's nose with like a dragon's like head and like really like sharp claws, there's like that thing is in there. And then there's also this very hoggy thing. It looks like it has the height of a turtle shell. And it is, like, they are battling each other. As you look up in the center, there's this, like, hovering platform uh, that looks like it's some sort of weird VIP box that, like, looks down, like, literally just down at the action. And you see who's someone who's gotta be uh, Hectoristan, the person who this bounty is on. He is sitting there in this um, bright lavender, like, platinum lavender suit, like, on this absolutely bizarre throne that he seems to have made from himself like drinking and eating and pointing and laughing and he is just standing above it all looking down um at everything but hey you found your target
2: (laughs) i'm gonna ask uh whatever person in the the crowd closest to us what's the deal with the uh dinosaur fight down there
0: Okay, you look over at a um, a very anxious-looking young man who uh, is holding on to some tickets and mm-hmm. kind of, like, with glasses kind of, like, sweating on his face. They're, like, falling off, and he's freaking out, and he kind of... He's like, what What do you think? They're fights to, so that distract us, you know, while we wait for the main events to happen.
2: When are the main events?
0: Well, uh, he kind of... <laughs> He looks you over again and he says, "Well, I mean when when are you one of the bounty hunters comes to try to to try to catch him?"
2: And so in the meantime it's the uh, giant monsters fighting each other.
0: Well, wouldn't you want to watch something if you were waiting for something <laughs> to happen? Yeah,
2: that's fair. It's the opening act, it's the yeah. pregame. Do you have any money on the uh, monster fight?
0: Uh yeah, fuck. Shit. Uh you, he like curses a little bit looking down at the thing as um the uh warthog thing takes like one gouge out of the uh, uh, lizard and then another one with the other tusk and that lizard is like not looking hot.
2: Alright, so Clash, how are we going to uh, get the attention of our target or uh, which one of us wants to (laughs) be the uh, guinea pig and try first?
1: (laughs) I don't know which one of us has more to gain on this, but uh, how about we rock, paper, scissors this one? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can't turn down a rock paper scissors.
0: Amazing.
1: All right,
2: ready? Wait. Uh, so the winner goes second or first?
1: Uh, winner goes second. Okay, good to know.
2: All right, ready? All
0: right. Oh, they're doing it. They're doing it, you guys. Rock
2: paper scissors shoot. Uh,
1: all right.
0: Oh man, that's you uh, first, uh, buddy. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. I I did suggest rock paper scissors after all. That <laughs> you did. All right, so uh, where, do I, uh, where do I sign up?
0: So if you're asking that to the young man, um, he says, What? I mean, aren't you just supposed to, like, go and do something if you're going to do something?
1: So basically you're telling me, just go for it?
0: Just try some shit.
1: Hmm. That sounds reckless and dangerous. I'm kind of into it. <laughs> yeah. All right, I look around to try to figure out, are there any uh, notable points of access to reach uh, Hectoris.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're looking and you're seeing that there are a large number of um, these like servers who seem to be coming in and like bringing out plates and bringing them back. It seems to be some sort of teleporter or something. Um, and as you kind of, you see, like, one person, like, kind of pop in to, uh, where, uh, Hector's is, like, eating and laughing and doing whatever the fuck he's doing, and then he, like, takes a plate and he pops back, like, he goes over to, like, this panel and he pops back over and kind of, you try to look and see where he's going and you see it's, like, box kitchen setup thing, I don't know how that, what that's called, but, like, it's over to the side, um, not too far from where you are. It looks like there are a number of um, armed guards who are there. But as you're watching, you see one of them get oddly tired.
1: Hmm. Are there any sort of uh, uh, dark spots inside of this uh, arena where I might be able to uh, lure uh, lure this uh, very tired-looking server?
0: So this is one of the guards that's looking tired, but uh, any dark places? I mean, you know, there are, like, areas, like, there were obviously, like, the staircases and the hallways that you had to, um, kind of climb up in order to get there. So, I mean, just like any arena, those would exist.
1: Hmm. I want to try to size up this guard.
0: Okay, well, uh, why don't you roll for sneak for me to see how quiet you are.
1: Uh, A bit better? Okay. One, five, six, six... Plus two.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. You're sneaking around like no one is paying attention to you, and you're just like so sneaky. No one sees you. Um, and you slide on up to the guards, and uh, actually, as you're sliding up to take a look, you see another another person. You see a woman who had also been kind of crouching amongst the, ble- amongst the bleachers, um, kind of leap up like kind of grip him and like kind of like lower him to the ground so, like kind of lower him and drag him away as like the other like guard who's nearby is like also wavering on his feet and she is now going towards the other guard it looks like it's another um it looks like it's another bounty hunter probably
2: they're trying to beat us to the punch again
1: uh not terribly surprising the uh uh the money's really good on this and uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: I mean, she seems to be taking out the guards. We should probably let her take those two out, <laughs> do some of the work for us. <laughs> uh, if you ask me. Um, how many guards are there uh, in front of this teleporter thing that we assume is how the server is getting up to the VIP box?
0: It looks like that there might be four inside the room and two like on the outside door that this woman is taking out.
2: Oh, Okay. So she's taking out the outside guards. Yeah. All right. Um, So we either got to go through those other guards or create a diversion or something to get their attention.
1: We could always snitch on that other bounty hunter.
2: (laughs) That's a good idea. (laughs) 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 Okay, so uh, that's a good idea. So I I think as she's dragging the second one away to try and lure the guards that are in there inside out, in in my fakest definitely not me yelling voice i'm gonna try and yell guards i I think that's a bounty hunter taking out the other guards
1: (laughs) (laughs) what is she doing i jump in to help out oh no (laughs) that's terrible (laughs) somebody should get help
0: (laughs) amazing um (laughs) if you guys I'll let you guys both roll, at like a combined roll together. and then see how that goes. Um, flashy or clever, whichever one you guys want to use. You can pick.
1: My clever approach is uh, much higher, so I will roll for that one. Cool. Yeah, same here. All
0: right. Roll that. Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> three,
2: four, five, six, plus two. Okay. And I've got two, two three six five
0: plus three um you guys do the thing you manage to um not just attract the interest of everyone around you who is listening to you shouting who like draw their attention to this woman but also you also manage to convince the guards to also go up and they run up and uh go over to uh, you know try to apprehend this woman and she kind of crouches and turns around to look into the look at the voice who um you know ratted her the fuck out does she see you guys or are you just standing in the open
2: well yeah but i'm holding a newspaper in front of my face so i assume she can't see who i am <laughs> oh,
0: fine i'll let it slide um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so she looks around, like, fucking confused and pissed off, and then she sees the guards coming, and she kind of goes into a run, and she's, like, uh, going to start, like, fighting these, uh, guys, but it looks like she's, like, also trying to back away from them at the same time, like, she's not, she's in a very precarious position right now, but she does have the attention of, uh, the guards in the area, like, all of them are after her, and, um, now the attention of uh the audience now that they know that this is happening like more and more people are starting to turn their gaze towards this action that's happening here and they're all like screaming and cheering even more excited than they were about the thing that was happening inside of the pit
2: all right well calvin you uh you drew the straw for going first so why don't you make a break for the uh, transporter thing and i'll stand guard on this end of the transporter all right if, if I see someone coming in t- towards the transporter that might be coming up to get you, I'll, I'll make a bird call. So that gives you heads up. Um,
1: there are many different bird calls out there. Which one?
2: Uh... <laughs> You'll know it when you hear it. You'll know it.
1: Okay. So I take a deep breath, pat myself, make sure I got my, uh, I got my weapons on me. I have, have my pistol and I have a uh, butterfly, uh, butterfly, uh, serrated butterfly knife. Cool. And an uh, extra side piece on my, uh, on my leg. Just in case things might go awry.
0: (laughs) You pat yourself down. You confirm that you have all this weaponry on you.
1: I make my way through the transporter.
0: You um, pop on up and through. As soon as you uh, pop over to the VIP section where uh, Hector is standing, he looks up at you and he says, Oh my goodness, do we have he taps a button on like a little like wrist device that he has and goes a contender and like a voice echoes <laughs> out over the course of the thing and um everyone in the in the audience starts cheering louder like they're like what And they like look up and they see you standing in the um vip section with him and he goes into the into the little thing he goes well now are you going to try to catch me
1: I didn't come here to sing to you, so uh...
0: let's see if you can (laughs) deal with this. And he kind of uh, taps another button on his little wrist device and um, a uh, one of his like thugs appears out of a different transport that you didn't see on the other side of the room that like pops up. And now that there is a guard and he is um, ready to go into an attack.
1: I uh, try to size him up to uh, figure out what my first move is going to be.
0: As you're looking this guy over, he runs up and goes to try to uh, attack you. I need to know whether you're going to try to avoid avoid him or uh, try to parry and attack and attack after him. Like, what would you intend to do with this person going into attack? He has like some sort of baton.
1: Okay, he's got a baton. Yep. I'm going to try to avoid this first attack.
0: Okay. So I want you to roll for quick. Okay. So it'll be your quick roll against uh, my tech roll here. Okay. Okay. That's better. Okay. What, what number did you get?
1: Okay. One, three, six, and six. So four plus six plus six, 16 plus three quick. So that's 19.
0: I rolled a four, four, a one and a one. Um, (laughs) That does mean that you succeed at avoiding him. So he kind of goes in with a lunge and you kind of just duck out of the way.
2: And remember, you guys are on like a floating platform above us all, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, with his quick movements, does the, uh, does the platform shake or, uh, or waver at all?
0: No, it seems to be surprisingly steady on some sort of um, anti-gravity discs.
1: Okay, all right, I uh, avoid the baton hit. How close is he to me right now? Am you succeeded
0: I... so well, you can put yourself wherever you want.
1: I want to try and see if I can get a, uh, uh, get a hit on him with my butterfly knife.
0: Well, say so you dive out of the way, and then you go in to try to attack with the butterfly knife. Um, go and roll forceful. Okay. And I will try to roll a defense. <laughs> Great.
1: I got one, two, four, and five... And plus one forceful.
0: I got a one, a two, a two, and a two. <laughs> wow! I can't make this shit up. Um, <laughs> a one, a two, a two, and a two. So yeah, you go in and uh, you you stab him expertly, and this is going to take him out. So if there's a specific way you would like to do that,
1: I want to take him out as quickly as possible. So I just uh, I just go for a quick lunge and turn uh, and uh, turn of the knife, pull my knife out and. Uh, try to brace to see if he's going to try to uh, strike again.
0: You stab, turn, and pull, and he goes, oh, no! and he kind of falls to the ground. And it does look like he's getting back up. He's kind <laughs> of a weenie, actually. But you manage to do this, and the the guard falls, and uh, everyone in the crowd starts going, "Wow!" like they're really excited now so Hectorus, next to you is going oh my and then he reaches and he taps on his little thing his little device again and another guard appears right where that was
1: the uh, second guard is in the uh, same place where the first guard started yeah okay so do I get a chance to uh, strike first or how...
0: You know, I think at this point, since we've gotten this far, we should all roll for quick. Um, you included cash so that we kind of have an order to things here. So everyone kind of roll for quick, um, and then let me know what you get.
1: One, two, five, five, and plus three. So that's 16 altogether.
2: Okay. I got two, one, six, six, plus one. That was quick, right? Yeah. Okay,
0: fifteen plus one is sixteen. Okay, so both of you have the same. Oh, fun! <laughs> um, I mean, you can choose what you guys want to do. You're obviously in different places. I got an eleven. I got an eleven for Hectorus, and four, five, six, one, another sixteen for the guard. Um, <laughs> why don't we all just roll one d six to uh, see the order of those guys? I got a five.
1: I got a six. I got a three.
0: Okay, oh. so Guard is first. In the, so it's going to go Guard, Cash, Clash, and then Hectoris. Uh So Guard's going to go in and uh, try to shoot. Um, I would suggest rolling quick since uh, this is a long-range attack.
1: Okay. I just realized for my uh, for that previous attack, I could have used one of my stunts, but mm, it wasn't really necessary. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't use it on this on this attack because this is uh, not a close combat attack.
0: No, no he's kind of far from you.
1: One, one, one. Oh
0: no. And three. Oh no. <laughs> plus,
1: <laughs> plus. Uh, and uh, with the uh, this was uh quick, right? Yeah. Uh, so plus three, so nine.
0: Okay. Uh, I got a one, two, a three, and a three, which
1: is, is a base nine. It's base nine. Yeah
0: plus two is eleven so that is gonna hit you uh and so basically what happens is when now that you've been hit you have to take it it's either so now you take either stress or consequences so the difference in that was two you can either take a mild consequence or you can absorb that stress so or uh, like absorb some of the stress. Like you can like absorb one point of stress and then, I mean, I guess you would still take a mild consequence, actually. So mild consequence. Right.
1: I will I will take the mild consequence. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. So he goes in to shoot and um, you drop your knife. You drop your knife and he grabs it.
1: Crap. That was my favorite knife, too.
0: Still in the room.
1: True. Okay. True. Okay. So that's
0: uh, that's that's his turn. Um, next up is going to be Cash.
2: So I'm still on the other end of the teleporter, right?
0: You are with uh, the woman who is. They're still
2: going at it. Who's winning the fight?
0: The woman. Yeah, she's 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 kicking butt. It's taking her a while because she doesn't seem strong, but she's very fast.
2: I've been standing here eating popcorn and watching all the festivities, which is fun. <laughs> Quite the
0: try- show, yeah.
2: It is absolutely. I'm <laughs> trying to decide between: uh, do I attack those guards and try and get her on our side as an ally, or do I go up, go through the teleporter, and try to either help Kevin or or catch the uh, the guy? Um, I'll I'll attack the guards um, to try and help the other bounty hunter.
0: Okay. All right, because she's already
2: she's already you know losing them up for me a good deal, so I can <laughs> come in and take credit when she did most of the work.
0: The yes, the the path of least resistance. That's how so I, I roll. Say. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how would you like to attack one of them?
2: Laser gun.
0: You whip out that laser gun and you aim your shots, and um, we'll say that you have to roll. I'm gonna say clever since you have to aim the shot. Okay.
2: Yeah, 5, 4, 5, 3. So that's
0: 17 plus 3 is 20. Yep, I rolled a 13. So that you you shoot him, and he's down like that. You shoot him in the gut, and he goes, and he falls to the ground. Hooray! Hooray. <laughs> uh, the woman who is finishing off the other one um, looks at you as soon as uh, the other guard is on the ground, and she goes... And you are?
2: Cash Torper.
0: Cash. Great. And she, um... <laughs> Thank you?
2: Yeah, no problem. You want to uh, go in on, on trying to catch this guy with uh, me and that other you, uh, bounty hunter up there?
0: If you think you can help, I'm still going up there either way. And she goes and sprints up to the, uh, goes over to the, um, transporter. And
2: All gonna right, so I, I'm going to run into the transporter after her then.
0: Okay, great.
2: Hoping that we have like a three-on-one
1: situation
0: here. Great, they all they all transport in, and on this point, it is Clash's turn.
1: I am down one weapon. I pull out my pistol and uh, I see if I can uh, see if I can get a shot on this uh, on this guard that took my knife. I I really need that knife back.
0: Okay, how you're gonna shoot him?
1: You know, I'm gonna see if I can uh, attempt to take him out as quickly as I was able to the uh, first guard. So uh, I'm gonna. Um, Going to aim for the gut.
0: Okay. Um. Roll Clever to aim.
1: Okay. <sighs> two, a four, a six, a five, and a five, so that's 16. And plus two Clever is 18.
0: Two, two, three, and five. So I got a 12. So, yeah, he's that. That's another card down. Uh, this <laughs> right. one, like, grabs its gut, like, stumbles a little bit and falls over the side of the platform. Um down into the pit, and uh, everyone who's there starts, you know, going, wow! Um, and then at, it's at that point that um, that um, Cash and this other uh, assassin woman show up, and uh, now everyone is like, oh my god, what is happening? And um, Hectorus, who uh, has been sitting lounging on his stupidly obnoxious throne this whole time, Uh, says, oh my goodness, three more? Who was going to catch me first? And he uh, reaches over to his little wrist wrist device thing and taps it three times, and three more uh, guards pop up, one for each of you. Uh, The woman assassin goes, you want to fucking do something about that? (laughs) She goes after the guards. We're going to say that it's the guards' turn first, since that was kind of the order that we went last time with the guards first, even though you killed that one. We'll just stick with the guards being that way since we're kind of at the top of the round. They are going to... One is going to stand back with a gun and shoot at you, Cash. So I want you to roll quick to try to avoid that. Four, five,
2: four, three, and uh, plus one.
0: Okay, I got uh, six, three, four, and a one plus two. Yeah, so I had a sixteen total because I added two.
2: I had fourteen plus one. So fifteen. F- fifteen, yeah.
0: Okay, so um, I do beat you out, so I do shoot you, and that is one point of stress since that was the difference. You can either take a mild consequence or um, absorb it as a stress point.
2: I will take the one point of stress.
0: Okay. Great. No consequence for you. Um... Just the way I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that's the first guard. The second one uh, is going to go up to uh, the assassin woman. He has a taser weapon, and he's gonna go in and try to taser. I'm rolling against myself. One second here. <laughs> that's a enough <laughs> so for the guard. That's a three, five, two, uh, and a five. Oh, shit. That's Ooh. not bad. That's... um. It's a 14 plus 2 is 16. And then I have to roll for the assassin lady to roll. Six, four, two, five. 4, 2, 5. That's more. That's oh, a base. So yeah, she dodges out of the way. And then the last one is also going to pull out a gun and it's going to also shoot a cash. So roll for quick again.
2: Right? Oh boy. Yeah, two, one, two, five. 2, mm. 1, uh, Plus 1 for quick, so that's 11. 11.
0: I got a 5, 3, a 4, and a 5.
2: Ooh. Well, isn't that good for you?
0: Hey. <laughs> Listen, I've been rolling Shady this whole time. I'm allowed to have like a couple successes. That is a 5 point difference, my friend. Um, so that is a moderate to severe consequence.
2: Okay, I will have to take that consequence.
0: You get shot at. As a result, you are injured in your arm, and it's going to make it difficult for you to use that arm. So that means that when you try to do any sort of intense action, we'll have to judge. We'll say it's a minus one to that. Okay. Until you can heal it. Okay, that's the guard's turn. Your turn again, Cash.
2: Oh boy. Are there still... Three guards and one of them just aimed at me.
0: Two of them aimed at you, but yes. Uh, two of them aimed at me. Yeah.
2: Great. I really want these guards to get out of our way, so I am going to try to convince one of them that uh, the other two are secretly plotting to kill him to try and turn them on each other.
0: <laughs> um, okay. okay. Why don't you roll... yeah, clever or flashy, your choice.
2: I'll do. I'll do clever, uh, and uh, to see if I can make up a story to tell one of them. Like the other guy's been shit talking you, like to try and instigate a fight between the guards to get them out okay.
0: of the way. Okay. Okay. Sure. It's going to be pretty high difficulty, but um, you can give it a try.
2: All right. Here we go. Four, six, three, four plus three. Twenty is twenty.
0: Incredibly, you succeed. Right, um, you, you 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 just make it. Uh, Did you hear
2: what that other guard was saying about you?
0: Yeah. <laughs> do you want Do you want to come up with a thing that you tell them?
2: Yeah, I think I'm. I want to stay vague so that he okay. imagines the worst.
0: Okay. All right. So, so you kind of saunter up to one of the ones with a gun, like kind of uh, like move around the gun, lean in, and you say, "Did you hear the shit that they were saying to you?" And he goes. What? What do you mean? And he turns to the other gunman and he goes, Were you saying shit about me, Tom? And uh <laughs> and Tom goes, What the fuck are you talking about? We're in the middle of something right now when the the guard who you would talk to says, No, I need to solve this right now. You've been asking weird for <laughs> too long and it is, it is important that we need to do this now. There are plenty of other guards. There are plenty of other guys that Hectorus can call. We need to do this now. And and so now they're like bickering at each other. You imagine it could become aggressive in maybe a turn or two.
1: So they're basically preoccupied with each other right now.
0: Extremely, which clash means it's your turn.
1: In the middle of everything, do I get the chance to get my knife back? Would that take up my turn? See if I could get it back.
0: Um, I'll allow you a free turn to pick up your knife.
1: I missed you so much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I <missed you> too.
1: <laughs> Looking at the, the argument that is ensuing between those uh, two guards, uh, I try to catch the other guard off guard. Uh, off guard? Hey. <laughs> hey. And uh, see if I could um, try to take him down with my gun.
0: Okay. Roll to shoot. Five, four,
1: five, four. And uh, plus two, so that is twenty.
0: I got a four, two, a four, and a three. So I think you did better than I did. Um, and so, yeah, you. Um, where do you want to shoot him? <laughs>
1: How much of an example do I want to make of him?
0: <laughs> oh, oh shit! Oh no! You're
2: cold.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty heated after uh, after that first guard took my knife. So <laughs> I'm I'm aiming straight for the head. <laughs>
0: DON'T YOU EVER TALK TO ME OR MY SON EVER AGAIN! <laughs> <laughs> you let one off, pow, and it goes right in the head, and blood of blood on head, so it splatters all over the assassin that it was attacking. The woman, all of that head blood, just right on her, she's like, "Oh!" And it gets a little bit on Hectorus too, and he's like, OH GOD, MY SUIT! Um, <laughs> But yeah, you, uh, you take him out, and uh, do you do anything else? <laughs>
1: I stand even surprised myself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll say next is Hectoris' turn. And uh, Hectorus is going to uh, say, Oh, my suit, how dare you? And he um, says, uh, That's another. And he kind of looks around at the crowd and he says, Do you want retribution or don't you? And the crowd goes, Retribution! And he uh, taps his little device again. And um, one more guard comes out. And he says, you know, I suppose this is the time when I should start, uh, begging for my life, am I right? And everyone's like, yeah! and starts He starts actually backing away towards the bickering guards, because he's actually a little bit freaked out by the fact that, like, he got blood on his suit. So, he does that, and it's still, there's still the assassin woman who has to go, and she says, fuck this! And she, um goes up and she is going to turn to you all and say, will you do something about his goddamn con- commanding device on his wrist there or something that's making this harder than it has to be? And she goes in to attack the uh, the guard that had just appeared. She's going to use one of her stunts. She has plus two to attack so she uses with her legs. Like um, Black Widow. So she's going to go up and try to do one of those, like, flippy moves. And so that is going to be plus two to that. And that's definitely forceful. So my, don't mind me while I roll against myself again. This is her roll. Four. A four. A two. And a six. That's 16 plus one for her regular forceful, which is 17 plus that extra two for her leg stunt, 19. 19 I can no. do math. Um, now it's the guard's roll. Two. One five two. so yeah she um does her flip thing and somehow manages to grab his like neck with her legs and like flips over and around and kind of with her legs like whips him off the side of the uh, platform and he falls down below
1: hurricane rana off the platform that's awesome
0: she's she's pretty cool
1: <laughs>
0: so she she does that and that is her turn um the other two guards are still bickering with each other cash your turn
2: all right, well, I've still got this laser gun that I picked up, so I'm going to try and shoot the wrist thing off.
0: Okay, roll that clever. See if you can aim at it.
2: Four, one, six, one. Ugh. So that's 15.
0: You know what?
2: Hooray!
0: Well, yeah, we'll let it happen. So you go and you shoot at his wrist, and you break the little wrist device, and he goes, oh! uh, as the thing, you know, breaks on his arm, and he kind of... Looks at you and he all of a sudden he is very afraid. <laughs> it doesn't seem like the audience knows what's happening, but he is like, Oh my god, please no. Clash.
1: Alright. Um, I as Hectoris, we can uh we can do this the easy <laughs> way, or we can do this the hard way. There's three of us, there is one of you, your your boys over there, uh I, I don't think they even realize what's happening right now. Please, uh,
0: I uh I could give you money. I have a lot of money. I have a lot of money. I paid for all of this. Money? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mmm. How much is the bounty on his head in um, space bucks please?
0: Okay, in space <laughs> bucks of course. Uh, let's see. I'll say his his bounty in space bucks was um, we'll say it was 50,000 space bucks. And he's like, I could offer you I can offer you more. I can offer you I I will I will pay you 1 million space bucks to leave me alone. I will pay you um, 2 million To fake your own deaths. He smiles a little bit. You all know that, like, no other assassins are really capable of doing this. The assassin woman says, you Mm. asshole.
1: (laughs) I'm eyeing Hectoris cautiously, but I'm leaning over to uh, Cash and uh, our assassin friend. Mm. Guys, it sounds pretty good. How y'all want to play this?
2: I don't think I trust him. I think, I think uh, getting the bounty is the only surefire way to get the money here. I think he's uh, he's just trying to get rid of you.
0: Unless he yeah. had the money on him right now, I don't know. I think if we have him in our hands, we could definitely get more money from that bounty.
2: Lady Assassin, do you have a name or is that, is that your name? First name Lady, uh, last name Assassin.
0: No, please. <laughs> as far as you're concerned, um, you can call me Remy.
1: Hectorus, that sounds pretty good, but this opportunity is way too, uh, way too good. We got to keep, uh, now we got to, don't have gotta to gotta justify turn... yourself to him. <laughs> he uh, goes,
2: no, please, no.
0: no we
1: got, we got to turn you in.
0: For the sake of time purposes here, we'll say that you shoot him in the leg. He falls to the floor. Uh, he goes, ah, and it's loud enough that everyone hears it in the, in the, uh, thing and everyone goes, Oh, ha, 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 ha. like they're all like like audiences going wild like someone has <laughs> caught him and they're all like going crazy as you guys uh, pick him up and uh, Remy with a bit of a grin uh, kind of raises your hands in the air like as kind of like a victory thing um, and uh, yeah they all let you go because as you guys are leaving they're all trying to collect their money on who they had bet would go- was going to get him um, and so you guys take See, off.
2: That, that fat guy should have put his money on us. I
0: know. He was wrong. That guy was wrong. He was wrong. He's going to he's gonna regret that for the rest of his life. <laughs> um, so uh, you guys take off from that bizarre, bizarre little moon uh, with a very distressed man in a bloody lavender suit and the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And that's where we're right. going to have to leave it. <laughs> Congratulations, you guys! How was that? How was um, your first experience of the Fate system? How was your first experience at role playing, Shane?
2: Uh, it was good. Um, yeah, it's uh, an easy enough to use system, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I imagine that you can get deeper into it the more you do it. Sure. So you know, practice, practice, practice. I didn't ruin your radio show. I think
1: so.
0: That's no, good. no, I think you guys did well. <laughs> um, yeah, Yay, this was this
1: was definitely a good icebreaker. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I really, <laughs> really enjoyed this one. Yeah, um, vegan being able to kind of uh, think quickly on your feet, that's something uh, That's something I haven't done outside of work in several years. And so that's a, that's a nice change of pace.
0: <laughs> Thank you guys again. Um, don't forget, our listeners, don't forget to listen in onto their shows. Shane on Everybody Plays the Fool on Monday nights at 9 p.m. And Calvin on Lush Vibes Radio on Tuesday nights at 11 p.m. Um, is there anywhere else that they should follow you? You know, tweet at you, whatever.
2: Nope,
1: nope. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter is all Lush Vibes Radio. Y'all can y'all can hit me up there.
0: Yeah, check that out, and of course, make sure to uh, check out Gameplay Radios. Uh, different updates and archives on Spotify, or uh, if you ever want to know just my general nerd musings um, or whenever new stuff is coming out, when I remember to tweet about it, that is at Aaron is a bird. Um, and don't forget to um, support black lives matter and support everything that is going on. Cause it's really fucking important. Um, and thanks for being here on gameplay radio at Radio free Brooklyn. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Goodbye.